Hello, everybody, and welcome back to what I guess I am still going to be calling Ronnie versus the World, and I am what I guess I would consider your host, Ron Pashery. I have not done this in quite some time. I believe 91 days to be exact. Uh, my time at Renna Center was actually five days less than the amount of time it's been since I last recorded an episode of this podcast. Uh, and I have not really wanted to record one. I have not really felt like I had anything worth saying. I had not felt like anything I had been saying on this podcast for months was really even worth saying or worth anyone's time to listen to. And I was not feeling very inspired, so I just kind of stopped. And I figured I'll get back to it if I ever feel like I really want to or feel like I need to. Or maybe if people tell me they want me to or tell me they miss it or ask why I haven't been doing it. And, okay, so a couple of those things. One, I have not really felt like it. I have not felt inspired just have not felt like sitting down and doing this. And really, I think only two or three people in the three months since the last episode have even mentioned it. So clearly, it has not been missed. Clearly, it is not in any type of demand. Uh, but I figured it is the very end of the year. It is the last day of the year. It is the last day of the decade. And... I thought if I'm going to do one, I might as well do one now, kind of at the end of the year. Um, and the main reason why is because I was thinking back on last year. This this particular year has felt somehow really long and really short at the same time. I feel like I have had very different versions of my life in 2019. It has almost felt like three or four different lives that I've had during this year, but why I really wanted to do this is because on December 31st last year, last New Year's Eve, I was feeling very optimistic. I felt like Ronnie versus the world was doing really well. I was feeling very energized by it and feeling very excited about it and encouraged about it. And I was on a run of giving out Ronnie versus the world t-shirts and I thought the episodes were really good. I was having a lot of fun with it, and I just felt like, okay, 2018 is about to end. 2019 is going to be a good year for me. Had all this hope for what 2019 would be and could be and should be, and immediately I got sick. I had a sinus infection that lasted almost the entire month of January. I kind of fell into like like a depressive episode for the entire month of January that spilled into February. I think I even did a couple uh, episodes about that. And I had some friends and family members concerned about me. Um, and that ultimately led to me starting to make a turnaround in mid February. I made this decision that I was going to lose weight. I was going to get under 200 pounds by my 40th birthday Obviously, I don't need to rehash that too much because I've talked about it a lot on here. I accomplished that goal, and within 2019, I got as low as 175 at one point, uh, which was even more weight loss than I ever expected. Um, so it was like one big thing that I accomplished. 
one of my goals that I stated on a podcast back in 2018 was my goal to run a 5K. Uh, in 2019, I ran two. And actually, if you count me like training and running outside of the organized races that I did, I probably have run about 30 or 40 5Ks uh, since August. So that's something that I was able to to accomplish. But like I said, I hit this low point in January and February. Then I became this singularly focused person just on losing weight from mid-February up until like June. And then, you know, from July through October, I became singularly laser focused on running and really left no space in my life for anything else. And I think I've come to this conclusion that I must have like a compulsion or I must have like a tendency for like obsessive compulsiveness. I've started to kind of like look within myself a little bit and analyze my behavior a little bit in a way that I hadn't before. And I've started to see that even though some of the things I have pursued in 2019 have been good for me, have been good for my health, good for my mental health, they're also not really healthy. It is not healthy to be obsessive over something, even if it is ultimately something that's good for you. One of the very first themes I ever discussed on the show, and I apologize, I feel like I'm about to be all over the place. Like I said, I haven't done this in a while. I didn't really prepare anything. I just kind of wanted to sit down and record something and release something before 2019 closed. Uh, And also, I think I am going to try to release a show every week again. Um, I'll probably get back into that a little bit later. But I accomplished these two things in 2019. You know, one, I was able to go from just about 240 pounds down to 175 pounds. And I was able to go from not being able to run for 30 seconds without practically dying to being able to just go outside and run a 5k at any point. And actually I'm able to run a 5k in like 25 minutes, which is roughly an eight minute per mile pace, which is like very good for, for someone my age. So I accomplished those two things, which I am proud of, but they kind of came at a cost. Uh, Like my ability to be creative was lost due to my obsession with these two things, you know, my social life to a degree suffered because of my obsession over these two things. Uh, Like a lot of my time spent with family was kind of sacrificed due to my obsession with these two things. Uh, I think even while a lot of this has been good for my mental health, I think in a way it's been bad because I have not given myself any other outlet. Um, So some of the good that I accomplished in 2019 came with some bad. Uh, But back to balance. I talked a lot about it at the beginning of this podcast. I've talked a lot about it when it comes to like work and like work-life balance and, you know, balancing your different interests or like the different aspects of your life. I have not lived by that. I have not done a good job of balancing things. 
and I need to figure out how. But that's not the only thing I need to figure out. So now I guess kind of where I'm going with this is like 2019 had some good and some bad. I went to Italy in July. Maybe the best thing I've ever done in my life. Maybe the best time I've ever had in my life. I look back on it fondly at some point every day. Um, I miss it at some point every day. Um, I kind of regret coming home at some point every day. But highs and lows in 2019. Did not accomplish a lot of the things I wanted to, but did accomplish a couple things. I think now I'm looking towards this year wrapping up, this decade wrapping up. Uh, I now am officially in my 40s. I wasn't at this time last year. I was looking towards turning 40 and what that meant. Well, now that's behind me. I'm in my 40s. So it's like, okay, I'm in my 40s. I'm now in the the 2020s. Uh, What now? You know, everything I've done in my life up to this point, good or bad, to some degree doesn't really matter. Sure, my experiences, my choices have led me to the exact place that I am right now. But if I look at from now forward, that stuff mostly doesn't matter. Whoever I end up being, wherever I end up going, it will start with the things that I decide to do like from here forward. That will mostly decide uh, who I become, where my life goes, the direction that I take. And I know that some choices I made, some decisions I've made, some predicaments I've gotten myself in will make things maybe a little more difficult for me because I may have a hole to dig out of in one area of my life or another. But ultimately, where I, where I am at the end of this decade that's coming up is not really going to be decided by what I was doing at the end of 2019. It's going to be decided by what do I do during this new this new year, this new decade. That is going to decide where I go. It's going to decide where, where all of us go. Um, so that's kind of where I'm trying to focus on. And not easy for me, because if you have listened to this podcast or if you have been one of a very select few people to get to speak to me in like a very personal manner. I have a very difficult time not looking back. I have a very difficult time not judging myself on my past decisions or not punishing myself constantly for my past decisions. Um, So this is something new that I'm going to have to try to learn how to do is stop looking back. Stop letting the past weigh me down. Stop letting the past cloud my future or decide my future for me. I have to start learning how to to just live with what's done because I can't change it and start figuring out how to make what I still have to do better than what's already done. Like the road ahead of me, I have to try to pave that better than the one that I left behind me. Um, so... I think one of the things that I'm I'm trying to personally focus on is trying to really learn how to be the best version of myself I can be. Like figure out what does that look like? What does my and I'm not even talking about like career at this point or like financially at this point because I feel like that is something that really got in my way 
in 2019 was like that disappointment of not steering myself into a career that I really wanted or not getting myself financially to a place that I really wanted. I let those two things discourage me so much and overshadow everything else about me. And I don't think those will ever be the two best things about me, the two most important things about me, the two most interesting things about me, the two most endearing things about me. I think the reason why people like me, you know, almost exclusively has nothing to do with either of those two things because I've never been, you know, excelling financially and I've never had a a very interesting career. So for anyone out there who actually likes me, I guess I finally have realized those two things really don't play a part in why you liked me. Um, So I'm trying to like figure out how to be happy being the best version of me I can be without worrying so much about those two things. So I'm just trying to be like a good person. I'm trying to be good to the people around me. I want to have like good, positive, fulfilling experiences with the people around me. And that's not easy because I also have been suffering from a lot of anxiety I am having an increasingly difficult time socializing, an increasingly difficult time going out and doing things. Uh, like it takes a lot for me to be able to go out and just like do something. And, it, and when I do it, it takes a lot out of me after I have done it. Like I am spent when I get back home. Um, but again, this goes back to the idea of like I have to figure out how to balance things. I have to figure out how to be able to do the things I want to do for myself personally while also being able to go outside of those things. You know, I don't want to give up on eating healthy or exercising or running. I want to keep growing in those things, but I can't grow in those things at the expense of everything else. Um, But being a good person, you know, I obviously want to be like a good son, a good grandson, a good nephew, a good brother, Uh, a good brother-in-law, a good friend, whatever, like any type of relationship you can have. I want to be good in that capacity. I want to be better than I have been. And I'm not promising anyone that I'm going to be like the best at any of those things, like starting January 1st, but I am going to start trying to be better in those areas. And to a degree, I've kind of started making some baby steps in, in that area. Uh, but I also want to be a good person to to people around me. You know, I think my laughter is an important part of who I am. I think my laughter helps affect people around me positively. I think my laughter makes people around me feel better. I think it makes people around me feel a little happier. I think it makes people around me feel a little more relaxed. I think my compassion, I think my generosity also do the same thing. So I want to start, like, when I'm out in the world, I want to start doing a better job of, like, having a positive effect, even if it's somebody I'm never going to see again. I've mentioned my love for Popeyes on this show before. And I think about a month ago, I was, it might have been right after I ran my second 5K, actually. I decided, this was, like, at the beginning of November, I run for Kaya. I wanted to treat myself to a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It was like right after the the sandwich was like reintroduced after like five or six months out of 
Popeye's locations. And I had seen a whole bunch of stuff on social media about the uproar in Popeye's restaurants over this chicken sandwich. The, the places were overcrowded. Uh, the customers were like increasingly hostile and angry and like verbally and sometimes physically abusive to the people working there and went to a drive through line. Uh, it was a really long line, you know, made made my order got to the window to pay. I usually pay with a card. I rarely ever have cash on me, but I did have cash. And I think like whatever it was, I think I was owed like $2 and 51 cents change. And when the guy, when I handed the guy my cash, I just said, you know, he's, you can keep it. And I've been to this Popeye's before. And this guy has always seemed miserable. He has never been necessarily friendly to me or probably anyone he's come into contact with, and I don't hold that against him. I can imagine working at a Popeye's or a McDonald's or a Burger King is not uh, the happiest work environment to live in, so I don't begrudge anyone working in any of those places for not being super friendly or super chatty or super pleasant. I don't blame you. I uh, I understand, and I, I honestly, I'm shocked when someone who works at one of those places doesn't feel that way. So anyway, I tell him to keep the change and this guy's face lit up. You know, are you sure? Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And I drove away from there feeling very fulfilled myself, like seeing the look that I put on that guy's face, seeing the level of happiness that I brought to someone who I know was not feeling happy you know, did my little part to kind of help a group of people who had been very much maligned at that time. And that kind of was something that inspired me a little bit to be like, you know what, I have, maybe I don't have the influence to get a million listeners for a podcast I create. Maybe I don't have the type of influence to make money off of a podcast that I create. Uh, But I do have enough influence to positively affect someone face-to-face on a daily basis. And I've decided that that is a way that I want to, when I wake up in the morning, I want to carry myself that way until I go to bed at night. That when I'm coming face-to-face with people, they're having nothing but a positive experience with me. And again, I've had a tough time with that. It is difficult. It takes something out of me to be that way all the time. But You know, I started working again back in July, and I started a new job uh, at the end of October, and I had now to deal with two different, like, work transitions of, like, getting to know new people and getting to know new responsibilities and all all the anxieties that come with starting a new job and getting to know new people. I'm starting to settle in a little bit now. I'm not completely settled in. I still am anxious every night before I go to bed. I'm still anxious every morning when I wake up. I still don't want to have to like wake up and get a shower and go do it every day, but I'm getting through it and it's getting a little bit easier. I'm I'm becoming acclimated to it. So that's one of my biggest things for 2020 is I just want to be a better person for people in the world to interact with. Uh I want to stop thinking so much about like larger grand scheme things and ambitions and start thinking more about like ground level, you know, what makes me the best person that I am. 
And I think probably the best thing about me is the fact that I do have an ability to positively affect people and positively influence people. And so I want to lean into that more and start realizing that that is maybe my true gift more than anything else. Uh, And I have to learn how to be happy being that as opposed to maybe something else I have dreamed of being or fantasized of being before. Um, Now, that's not to say that I don't have other, like, tangible goals because I do. You know, my obsession with weight loss, uh, I want it to not be an obsession anymore, especially because here's a crazy thing. I've lost weight before, never as much as I did this year, but I've lost weight before and always put it back on plus some more. But I reached my original goal of 180 pounds right before going to Italy uh, in the middle of July. And I pretty much stayed right around 180 up through like the past couple weeks. So it's like half of a year I spent at that weight, you know, sometimes a little lower. Like I said, I was down to 175, sometimes a little higher, like 183, 184. But for half of a year, I stayed right around 180 pounds. My average weight was probably right around 180. So it's like I can finally let go of this fear of gaining all the weight back. I can finally let go of the fear of like flushing all my hard work down the toilet. And believe me, For a lot of the last three months, I have tried to flush all that hard work down the toilet, eating pasta like multiple times a week, eating pizza a lot, eating like snacks, like eating a lot of chocolate chip cookies. I have not eaten particularly healthy for most of the last three months, Uh, but I think my running has helped with that. I think working instead of being unemployed has helped with that because at least during the day I'm forced to be on my feet to a certain degree and be active to a certain degree. So I've alleviated one fear, the fear of like falling backwards. I have not done that. And now I feel, I feel safe and confident in the fact that this is probably about what my weight is going to be. And leading up to like the holidays, you know, the month of December, I've been completely off the rails. I'm probably actually like 187 or 188 right now which is the heaviest I've been probably since like the end of May or the beginning of June. Uh, So I'm looking forward to like getting past New Year's Eve where I know I'm going to eat and I know I'm going to drink and waking up on New Year's Day and kind of getting started with healthy eating habits again. Um, But I know that I'm capable of straying from those healthy eating habits uh, from time to time without the fear of complete regression or completely going back to the unhealthy eating habits I had before. Uh, So, yes, I have those goals of getting back to healthy eating, running. I know I've said on this podcast before, I've said to anyone who has talked to me about running, that once I complete these two 5Ks, I'm never going to run again. But I have continued running. Now, granted, December, I fell off for most of the month. But I kind of started to get back into it last week, Uh, actually like 10 days ago. I want to keep pursuing running. So I have a couple long-term goals. You know, maybe these are things I won't reach till halfway through the decade. Or, you know, maybe physically I'm not even capable of reaching them. But 
I think striving for them will at least get me further along than I would have been in the first place. One of them is a kind of like body composition goal. I have a goal of maintaining a weight of between 170 and 180 pounds and getting my body weight from the 22% it is right now down to 12%. That's a long-term goal. I probably, no matter what I do, I probably can't accomplish it in 2020. But that is a long-term goal for me that I am going to be striving for. A running goal. I ran my 5K for Bark in the Park in 25 minutes and 47 seconds. And I ran I Run for Kaya in 26 minutes and 4 seconds. Uh, I want to run a 5K in under 20 minutes. Don't know if I'm physically capable of that at this point in my life. I don't know if that is something that is achievable for me. But it's something I'm going to strive for. And maybe, you know, if I didn't have that goal, the best I could do is like a 23-minute 5K. And maybe striving for this sub-20-minute 5K will get me to 21 or 22 minutes. And ultimately, if I ever ran a 21-minute 5K, I'd be thrilled with that. But those are two goals I have. Uh, Two goals I'm going to start working towards and applying myself towards achieving to the best of my ability starting on January 1st. I decided I'm not going to make myself any goals for career or like for the podcast or writing or anything like that other than I just want to start doing it again and start doing it consistently. Uh, I'm still not crazy about this Ronnie versus the world format that I created because I don't think speaking in a monologue is a strength for me. I don't necessarily think I'm bad at it. Uh, but it's not what I do best. It's not what I should be doing. I think I'm at my best when I'm playing off of someone and having conversations with someone and getting someone to open up to me and opening up to someone else and sharing laughter with someone. I don't get to do that in this format. So I think I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm doing a disservice to anyone who wants to listen to me because you're getting a lesser version of what I am capable of. So I do want to start doing this regularly, but I really do want to sit down and start figuring out what is this show going to be? What is it going to look like? I've thought about trying to find a co-host, but I don't know if that's really what I want to do because then it becomes this thing I'm sharing with one other person. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, I've thought about having a rotating guest uh, every week. But that's a lot of work too, and you got to find someone to do it and find the time to where your schedules meet up, and that can be kind of a headache. I've thought of doing like a scripted podcast where I'm doing some type of like storytelling or story performance. But again, that's a lot of work because it requires like all of this preparation. Uh, I had this one crazy idea of like a podcast, it would, a, a loose working title was like, if there were always podcasts or or what if there were always podcasts, something like that, where it would be picking like a different historical topic every week and then recording a podcast as if you were recording a podcast at that time. Like, what would that sound like if you were recording a podcast, uh, you know, when like during the assassination of Julius Caesar or something like that? Like I had these ideas of what podcasts would be like. But again, a lot of preparation, a lot of work, a lot of research goes into that. 
and it's not something that I know if I could take on. So I'm open to ideas. I'm open to, to suggestions. Uh, I should have said this at the top of the podcast. If you have listened this far, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, I don't know why anyone would trust me as a host enough to continue listening again. I feel like I have to earn that trust back. So if you are listening to this and you're hanging in there with me this far, seriously, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and if you have made it this far, I apologize for not preparing more and giving you something a little bit more cohesive to listen to. But, and I don't even really know how to end this other than to say, like, to anyone who was disappointed about me stopping doing this podcast, I apologize, but it was probably in your best interest that I didn't waste 30 minutes to an hour of your time every week, uh, kind of regurgitating the same things over and over again. Um, if you're still on board, if you still want to hear this podcast, that means a lot to me. And I hope I can give you something worth listening to every week. Um, I want to go into this year optimistic. I want to go into this year motivated. I want to go into this year mentally prepared that hurdles and obstacles and um, adversity will appear no matter how good I feel right now, no matter how good I feel on January 1st or January 2nd, it's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to feel great. It's not always going to feel perfect. I'm not always going to feel fresh and motivated and I'm not always going to be energized and I have to like just learn how to deal with that. So I think what I want to do starting with 2020 and building through this decade I want to start doing a better job of pursuing things that make me happy uh, because I think my fears of like rejection, my fears of disappointment, uh, my fears of like being hurt or being, you know, learning maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was or I, I wish I had a better way to say that. Those things have always held me back. Like, I would rather be chronically disappointed and just be used to that feeling than get my hopes up, work towards something or try for something or reach for something and then not get it and have that, like, heartbreak. I'd rather be chronically dis disappointed than intermittently heartbroken. And I think that has led to a lot of my displeasure. And that has led to a lot of my lack of success in life because you're never going to accomplish anything if you don't try anything. And I have spent a lifetime not trying. And the one thing I have always tried to do is try to avoid being disappointed or hurt or rejected or fail. And that has led me nowhere. And I'm tired of being nowhere. So the only way I'm going to get somewhere is to try to get there. So that's one of my main things for 2020 and beyond is to start just trying to get somewhere. And I'm not saying I'm trying to get to like a dream job or a, a dream amount of money in my bank account. I'm just trying to every day do the best I can to be a little better than I was the day before and trying to be that in more than one area of my life, which is what I did in 2019. Um, I want to start avoiding doing a better job of avoiding things that make me unhappy. Uh, you know, and I think that's very simple 
And I think it's something we all should do. Like if there's something that definitely makes you unhappy, you should stop doing that thing or those things, unless it's something you have no choice but to do. Uh, so I, yeah, I want to be much more aware of like, these are the things that make me feel good. And these are the things I'm going to gravitate towards. These are the things that make me feel bad. And these are the things I'm going to steer clear of. You know, it, it sounds so simple, but it's hard to do, especially when you feel like certain obligations or whatever. It's tough sometimes to, to be selfish in that way. And I know it's tough for me to do. Uh, and I want to start, and actually let me preface this last one. One of the main things that came out of me losing weight and running was losing weight. It taught me that I, I am capable of making good, healthy decisions and not being self-destructive. Uh, I have not been great at that. I have not been consistent at that, uh, especially recently. But I, I learned and showed myself I am capable of doing that for an extended period of time. Like, I know what the right decisions are. I always have and haven't really been able to make them. Then I kind of was able to make them for a sustained period of time. And now it's something I know I can do. And that's why I don't feel so bad about how far I've strayed in the month of December, because I know once I kind of put that behind me, I know how to start doing that again. And I, I'm like looking forward to starting to do that again. And then with running, I said this a lot on Ronnie versus the world last year to like the, the idea of like mental toughness and perseverance, me not possessing enough of that. And I thought running could be like a good metaphor and a good exercise in mental toughness and perseverance because running is uncomfortable. Running is unpleasant. It's painful. Like you get out of breath and it's hard to breathe and that sucks and your legs get sore and tired and that sucks. And I know for me personally, I can't speak for everyone who runs, but like I always would rather stop. So basically me running at all past one minute is an exercise in perseverance and mental toughness and just deciding to keep going when all I want to do is stop. And if I run for 30 minutes or if I run for 45 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever it is, that is the amount of time that I am choosing to keep doing something that is uncomfortable, something that's good for me, but something that feels bad. And I have taught myself the ability to persevere. I have taught myself a degree of mental toughness that I didn't really have before. So that being said, the last thing on my list of things I really want to focus on in 2020 and this decade as a whole is like continuing to teach myself positive behaviors. I don't need to get into all the specifics of like where my focus falls first. I may save that for another episode, but like mental toughness and perseverance was something I felt I was lacking in late 2018. And here in 2019, despite the fact that I feel like largely a lot of this year was a failure for me, that is something I did teach myself. That is something I did learn. You know, you can learn new behaviors if you put in the time and effort to do it and if you feel motivated to do it. So mental toughness, perseverance, two things I can check off my list in 2019 that are like tools I have in my toolbox now going into 2020. I want to start building on that. 
I want, you know, and hopefully by 2022 or 2025, I have like six or seven more new traits that I can fall back on, you know, to help me develop in a positive way as a human being. Um, so I wish this was a little better. I hope this was like listenable. Uh, I probably will never listen back to this because I don't feel real good about everything that just came out of my mouth or the way I presented it. But I want to say to everyone who listened to Ronnie versus the world in 2019, thank you for that. To anyone who is basically signing up to keep listening in 2020, thank you even more for that because I don't feel that I have earned it. Um, I had an up and down 2019. I do think ultimately like the good probably outweighs the bad. Um, I hope your 2019 was even better for you than mine was for me. Uh, I'm curious if you've listened this far, I would love for you to share with me like what you got out of 2019 and what you're looking to get out of 2020 or where you're looking to go in 2020. But I hope everyone had, or I hope everyone has a very safe New Year's Eve, and I wish you all the happiest and healthiest and most fulfilling New Year. I look forward to hearing from you and talking to you and interacting with you in 2020. Uh, hopefully, I can get back to giving you a show worthy of listening to in 2020, and hopefully all of us can find a way to accomplish things together in 2020. I'm not going to talk about this big ambition of building a community around Ronnie versus the world like I was in 20, like 2018, 2019, because I don't know for sure that I have it in me to do it. And I definitely am not feeling super motivated to try to do what it would require right now. But I want to accomplish things for myself. I want you to accomplish things for yourselves. And hopefully we find a way to like share these things and share these victories with each other. So welcome back to Ronnie versus the world. Uh, I hope you will come back and join me uh, whenever I do this again. I don't know if it's going to be Mondays. I don't know. I have no idea. Whenever the next one comes out, I hope you'll join me. Um, but that is it this week for Ronnie versus the world. I am Ron Pashery, and I will see you next time. You know you like that. You know you like that. Season names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. You know you like that. Come on. You know you like that.